0: What's going on, family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours, and listen, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to the Hope Puddle Podcast, your place for inspiration, hope, and empowerment. You know, pain is inevitable. Pain is indifferent. It doesn't matter how much money you have, where you come from, how many degrees you have because you can have so many degrees they call you a (laughs) thermometer. It doesn't matter whether you have an amazing social media following. It doesn't matter whether you came from a privileged family or whether you came from the slums section eight or the projects. Pain is indifferent. And it will reach us all if you live long enough has anybody ever gone through some pain and the reality about pain is that it will shift you one way or the other and when we deal with pain we have a default mode some of us fight when we're in a moment of pain some of us flight we try to run away when we're in a moment of pain and some of us are paralyzed we freeze when we're going through moments of pain but here's the thing about pain the way we interpret pain and respond to pain will either propel us forward or will propel us backwards i'm talking about pain and in case you don't know what i'm talking about i'm talking about conflict i'm talking about fear i'm talking about Threat, I'm talking about loss, financial crisis, heartbreak in relationships, body issues, hurt, grief betrayal complexity see 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 maybe you've never gone through any of these things but I'll be the first to raise my hand and say I've had a little bit of each of these is there anybody that's a witness that say I've gone through my fair share of pain see here's the thing I know you all got dressed up looking beautiful looking and maybe you came expecting a message about an Easter bunny but but um, I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna speak to you about something real today is it all right if I speak to you about about something real I know you may want to hear about about uh, about the holiday. of Easter but I want to talk about some real stuff today I want to talk about pain because here's the thing it's not new to us it's not uncommon we live in a fallen world in a fallen nature and therefore we are born into this world that is full of suffering and is full of pain and it's not something new 2,000 years ago our very Savior Jesus of Nazareth also experienced pain and just like he did god the bible says in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god and he came to his own and his own didn't receive him john chapter one he came this is god in the flesh he took on human nature so that we could identify him, so that the sons of man could become sons of God. And so now God incarnate, now he's in the flesh. He's in this world that has fallen. He's in this world that experiences pain and suffering. And he realized, uh, of course he knew this before, but when he came to this body now, he was experiencing what it meant to go through pain, it's not uncommon, it's common to us all. In fact, Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, which is a prophetic book, it paints a picture hundreds of years before Jesus, in the book of Isaiah, he's prophesying and speaking about the Messiah, about Jesus, and then he calls him, in Isaiah chapter 53, the suffering servant. The Bible says in Isaiah 53, Verse one through five, just listen to me as I read it aloud. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty, talking about Jesus. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind. Here it is, it says, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held them in low esteem. Our Savior experienced pain from the moment he was born. He was born to meager, a meager, humble beginning. And then not only was he born with humble beginnings, but he was persecuted and threatened from the time of his birth and not only did he experience persecution from the moment of his birth but all throughout his life he experienced rejection he's the Bible says that he came to his own people and his own people did not receive him he was rejected he was betrayed he had haters in his own crew he had 12 disciples and when they were having the Last Supper he said one of you are gonna betray me Judas was like "Mm -hmm. go ahead and pass that bread dog he had haters in his crew. He had people that would betray him, people that would reject him, people that would deny him, but yet we see the way that he responded to pain in the scripture. He, was, he, grew, he went through all of these situations, but I love what verses uh, um, forward say in Isaiah. It says, surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. He was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. See, here's the thing. We don't have a Savior that doesn't understand us. And I am glad today that the Bible declares in Hebrews chapter 4, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. We have one who has been tempted in every way, one who went through pain, one who went through suffering. It says, but yet he did not sin. I am so glad today, Hope Center, that we have a Savior that understands when we go through pain. I am so glad today that I have a Savior that doesn't look down on me when I go through pain and suffering. He does not mock me. He does not ridicule me, but the Bible declares that he empathizes because he went through the very same thing The Bible declares that he understands and I am so glad today to tell you that your God Understands when you go through pain and suffering aren't you glad today? Is there anybody that will lift up their hands and say God? Thank you that you understand when I go through pain and suffering and so we see the way that he responds in scripture and how his first followers in the first century also responded to pain and suffering because here's the thing he didn't promise that he would take away the pain he promised that he would be with us in the midst of pain and so i want to share with you just three things and i'm gonna get out of your way i know your kids wanna Go for some eggs, and you all want to buy some T-shirts, and you all want to just get in front of that photo booth and just look fly and swagged out and get some likes on IG. I understand, but can I, but but can I give you these three points today? Is it all right if I give you the, these three points today? I, I, because I really want to help somebody as to how we should approach pain by the principles in Scripture, and I want to encourage. The Lord sent me. I've been praying and fasting all week for you, and and I asked the Lord, what should I share with your people? And the Lord brought me this word to share with you. Principles of pain. The first thing we must understand about pain is that pr- pain brings us closer to our purpose. Hmm, I got five people that said, "Amen." <laughs> and somebody like Pastor. I'm in pain right now, <laughs> but I want to encourage you today. Pain brings us you and me closer to our purpose much like an athlete when he's in the playoff series see many people are watching sports of any kind and they're looking at their favorite athletes playing sports not realizing that they are bruised battered and beat up after a long regular season in the games that count They are bruised, they are beat up, and they are battered. Their body has taken so much pain from playing day in and day out, no rest, exhaustion. But yet in the playoffs, if you ask them to be taken out, they will refuse. Why? Because they know that there's a prize at the end. See? pain if you understand the right perspective, can lead you to your purpose, much like a mama. I'm getting ready to experience this for the third time. For for nine to 10 months from conception to delivery is experiencing all types of growing pains you're waddling. You can't sleep on your stomach like my wife that's her favorite thing to do and so when she's pregnant she has a hard time with that because she got to sleep on her side and so she wakes up stiff she's going through pain because something purposeful is growing on the inside. A mama goes through pain, and in that moment when they're getting ready to deliver, that's when the pain is the greatest, and that's when you hear doctors or maybe your hubby, your baby father is telling you, come on, you can push, you can do it. In the moment that it hurts the most is the moment when the miracle is getting ready to happen because pain is an indicator that you're getting ready for purpose. Much like a student who is restless, cannot sleep, looking like a zombie because they have their eyes focused on purpose. Amen. Yeah. Much like a business owner that will starve themselves to save their pennies, their coins, to be able to build up a business. See, why do people go through this pain? Because there is purpose attached to pain. Amen. Yeah. And many people want to run away from pain your goal is comfort and you don't want to experience pain but can I encourage you today that if you're going through some pain that the Lord wants to tell you that it's not in vain that there is purpose attached to it you just have to embrace the pain See, this perspective about pain does not minimize the pain that we go through. I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like what you go through is easy. I don't want to make it seem like what you've gone through in your life has been easy. I don't pretend to know all of your stories. I don't pretend to know the trauma that you've been through. I know. I understand. I may not know the full details, but there are principles in life. And the one principle is that this perspective, it does not minimize the pain, but it puts our pain in context. It gives it meaning. The Bible declares in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 through 18. It says, here's one of Jesus' followers. In fact, he was responsible for most of the New Testament. He became one of uh, Jesus' biggest evangelists, pastors, teachers. He was apostolic. He was prophetic. An amazing man of God. But at one time, he was a persecutor of Christians. He was a person that hated Christians, but then he, he encountered the real Jesus. And so he said, let me turn from my ways and let me serve him because there's something to this man named Jesus and so here he is writing because he experienced pain he says therefore we do not lose heart Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but what is unseen. What is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Weeping may endure for a night, But joy is getting ready to come in the morning. He was crucified on Friday but believed that he was ready to get up on Sunday and declare I am king of kings and I am Lord. Of Lord's our Savior went through pain in fact when he was getting ready to be crucified he said my father if it's possible for me to not have to go through this if you can take this cup of suffering from me take it away but he said not nah, nevertheless not my will but your will be done I know that there is purpose attached to this pain that I'm going through he made peace with pain to eventually defeat pain he suffered so that we wouldn't have to bear our own pain by ourselves there is purpose attached to your pain let me give you the second thing because i'm running the second thing about pain if you're taking notes i want you to write this down pain brings me closer to his presence pain brings me closer to god's presence look at what philippians chapter 3 verse 10 declares i want to know christ is there anybody that wants to know him i want to know christ To know the power of his resurrection and participation in his suffering, becoming like him in his death. There is nothing that will bring us to our knees like when we go through pain. (laughs) You ain't care about church. You ain't care about Jesus. But when you find yourself alone, you say, God, I don't know who you are. (laughs) I ain't been to church in a while. But if you are real... Please answer me, and I don't know if anybody has that testimony, that it wasn't until you started going through pain and crushing and suffering that it brought, it, to, it brought you to your knees, and it made you stretch your hand forward and say, "God, I need you." Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you that's the best place to be in in life because that is what he desires for us when we go through pain he desires for us to draw closer to him I love what one writer said pain insists upon being attended to God whispers to us in pleasures see when everything is right and everything is good God is still speaking but we're not paying attention because we're, we're enjoying life we are living it up it's, it's lit you know I, I, God, I, I, I I'll come to you later in life and so he whispers to us in pleasures and then when we go through Uh, in our consciousness he's also speaking to us but he shouts to us when we're in our pain it's like a megaphone to our hearts and our spirit when we go through pain jesus on the cross said my god my god why have you forsaken me in his time of pain he cried out to the father as well his words were not a cry against the father but it was to him, it wasn't an accusation. It was showing his dependence. And so what God wants you to get to a place in life is that when you go through pain that you not run away from him, but that you run to him. Even if it takes for you to go through the hell that you've gone through for you to stretch your hands and say father I need you. I want to let you know that those who cry out to him He will not despise. He will not reject. He will not let you go when you come to him In your time of pain, let me let me give you this third thing. Let me give you this third thing pain brings us closer to people Pain brings me closer to people. Look at what the scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter Corinthians 12, verse 8 through 10. Are you all doing all right, by the way? Am I speaking to anybody in the house today? I just want to know. All right, I got a few. Thank you so much. It says 2 Corinthians 12, verse 8 through 10. Three times, the apostle Paul again, I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. He said three times, Lord, take away my pain but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness can i tell you that god's power is getting ready to manifest in your time of weakness and trouble therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that christ's power may rest on me that is why for christ's sake i delight in my weaknesses insults hardship persecutions difficulties for when i am weak then I am strong. Amen. Yeah. When you face pain alone, you are weak without hope. But when you face pain with Jesus, you have backup in your time of need you have support he said lo I am with you until the end of the age I will not forsake you and I will not leave you in your time of insult in your time of hardship in your time of persecution I will not let you go and so here the Apostle Paul is boasting he's telling the world about his weaknesses he's being vulnerable because here's the thing when you show people your strengths it can impress people but when you show them your weakness it will connect you to people yeah, that's right. so here he was the apostle was saying listen I know I'm a man of God I know you've seen the power of God manifested in me I built up churches and God used me tremendously but listen I go through pain myself But here's how I respond to it. I go to the Lord and he's boasting about it because he wants to let people know around him that they were not alone. And so God tells you, when you go through your pain, it's an opportunity for it to bring you closer to people. You know, those around you, your friends, your family, your coworkers, your community members, they are all like a sponge, they're soaking your attitudes when you go through times of pain and suffering. Your children are looking at the way you respond to pain and suffering and they're soaking it in and so you have the opportunity to show them how to respond because so many give up and give in in times of pain and suffering but I want to encourage someone today I don't know what you may be going through but this is no time to give up or give in I want to tell you that this is not the time to throw in the towel I know right now you're shedding tears I know right now you're in the fight and it feels like you have nothing else to give but it is in those moments that God says when you come to the end of yourself that's when I can begin to show you my power my grace my mercy in your life see here's the thing we will all go through these seasons and you have an opportunity to provide hope to somebody if they can see you staying strong, believing God, trusting him in the seasons of pain and suffering, it will inspire people to also believe that there is hope for them. You know, a lot of times we go through things and where anybody ever gone through anything, you say, why in the world am I going through this? <laughs> if it's not one thing, <laughs> when it rains, <laughs> can I... Can I help somebody in this place? If I throw something at you, would you catch it today? Perhaps the reason you're going through what you're going through is that God is preparing you to help somebody who will also go through the very same thing and will also need hope and encouragement. And when you hold on to God and when you hold on to your faith, And when you don't let go of the promises of God in his word, God will equip you and prepare you, and he will turn your brokenness into blessedness. He will turn your misery into a ministry. He will take your pain and give you purpose. I wish I had somebody that would lift up their hands and say, God, I thank you that you're preparing me for something greater. I feel like preaching in the house. Look at somebody and tell them he's preparing you for something greater. Go ahead and high-five somebody because they need encouragement. You're not alone in the fight. God is preparing you for something greater. He's turning your brokenness into blessedness. He's turning your pain into purpose. He's turning the things that the enemy meant for evil, and he's turning it around for your good. I speak that over your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. See alone, some elements of life can be really bitter. If you grab a whole bunch of lemons and you just start soaking it up, you will end up looking like some of the way some of y'all are looking at me like right now. <laughs> I just said that for you, for you to smile. Sometimes you got to remind yourself that you're grateful to be alive. <laughs> you got to remind your face. See, alone, those lemons can be bitter. But with a little help of water, <laughs> with a little help of something sweet, what was bitter alone can become something purposeful and sweet. I just gave you the recipe to some good lemonade, by the way, in case you were wondering, some of y'all like, water, something sweet. <laughs> when you put it together, it becomes something purposeful. Yeah. Alone, when you run away from your pain, and you fight God because of the suffering that you've gone through, and you accuse Him that He is responsible. For what has happened to you, you will remain bitter. But God is telling you today, he knows that we're in a sinful world, in a fallen nature. But he wants to turn those things that were bitter and make it better in your life. I want to speak to somebody in the last minutes that I have and I am killing it with the time. There's a timer right there that they put three weeks ago. Yup, yup, I see you and I'm coming for you. (laughs) I want to encourage somebody in the house who's gone through some difficult situations in life. I want to talk to somebody who's had to shed tears throughout the years. I want to talk to somebody who's placed their confidence in people and ended up getting betrayed and ended up getting hurt. I don't know who I'm talking to in this place, but maybe I have two or three people that are in this season right now. You invested and you were hoping for that business to launch and everything seemed to fall down and come into shambles. You thought that the marriage was gonna be flourishing at this point, but now it seems like you are all alone, that your family is struggling and there's no end. And alone, it seems like you're in a bitter situation. But as I was praying, the Lord took me to a scripture and I want to declare this over somebody in this place. The scripture declares in Romans chapter 10, That the very spirit that resurrected Jesus is the same spirit that now resides in you when you give your heart to Jesus, the same spirit that was in him when he was crucified, the same spirit that was in him when he died, the same spirit that was with him when he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The same spirit when he declared, it is finished, was the same spirit that resurrected him on the third day and the same spirit that resurrected him on the third day is the same spirit that now lives within you I don't know who this is for, but I want somebody in this place to just lift up their hands and say, God, thank you, because the same spirit that was in Jesus is now in me. I don't have to stay down. I don't have to stay in my trouble. I don't have to stay in my pain i can get up in the name of jesus would you look at somebody beside you and tell them you can get up in the name of jesus you can also rise up this is no time to give up i feel like preaching in the house do not give up and do not give in do not grow weary in doing good the same spirit that was in jesus now lives in you I don't know if there's anybody that's grateful in this place that the same spirit that resurrected him from the dead. I don't know about you, but the same spirit that resurrected Jesus is the same spirit that says to you today, do not give up and do not give in. When you're in your pain, when you're in your struggle, you can call out to somebody. Maybe your friends left you, but he will never leave you. Maybe your friends, your neighbors left you. Homeboy left you. Your homegirl left you, but he will never leave you. I want to encourage somebody in this place. I know y'all look great and sophisticated up in this place. But I want to speak to somebody that's going through something right now. I want to tell you he will not leave you and he will not forsake you. I know it may feel like all hope is lost. But see, there's a difference between fact and feeling. And the fact is, he says, I will never leave you the fact remains that he went through the suffering that he went through so that you wouldn't have to suffer and go through pain alone he says to you today i made peace with pain so i could defeat pain i gave up my life so that you could enjoy yours you could have everlasting abundant life so while he says you may have affliction in the world, he said he said, it, he said it to his disciples, because see they also thought that he was gonna be a deliverer that was just gonna reign in a political sense and that was gonna bring them freedom and they were all just gonna be wealthy and rich and live a happy life full of pleasure. But he, he was a king of a different kingdom and he said to his disciples, in the world you will have troubles, but trust and believe that I will deliver you from them all. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful for that Jesus today. I am grateful for that Jesus today. Once again, much love and appreciation for listening to today's message. I'm so glad that you've been a part of the listening experience. But let me tell you, there's nothing like the live experience. It cannot be explained, only experienced. And so I encourage you to come out on a Sunday so you can listen to the messages live and be a part of a wonderful atmosphere. Within family and within community You can find more information about our gatherings On our website at myhopecenter.org Also make sure to follow us We're on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter Our handle is at myhopecenter I also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast So that you get notified as soon as we upload content Make sure to share it with your friends and your family There's someone that you know That could really benefit from these messages So make sure to spread the word About what's happening here on the Hope Huddle Podcast So again, I hope to see you soon. Until then, peace, love and God bless.